0: Welcome listeners, it's time for my favorite uh, show, I guess, on the Fandom Done Right podcast. And it's Marvel Monthly, August edition. Today I'm joined by, I mean, who am I not joined by? I think just Tim.
1: It's just me today.
0: And a little bit of Spencer at the end. Yeah. But yeah, so we're going to talk about... What are we talking about today, Tim?
1: Well, primarily the what if episodes.
0: uh, What if what? And
1: since that is our uh, what if what?
0: Yeah, what if what? What?
1: what, No, that's what we're talking about. What if? (laughs) Uh, So since that's going to be our main focus, um, there will be time codes if you want to skip to a specific episode or um, just skip to after the what if to um, some other stuff we'll talk about. Um, but admit, definitely spoilers spoilers oh, yes, for, for what sure. if. Yeah.
0: If you're here for not, the non-spoiler reviews, get out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we don't do. Well, I can go ahead and do those free pre- right now. Um, I liked oh, it. Okay. So that's uh, the non-spoiler review. <laughs>
0: um, All right. Now get out okay. if you don't want spoilers. <laughs> They have Tim's stamp of approval. Tim, who hates all movies, but I guess likes TV shows. How? What did Mrs. Duncan think of this? Of of oh, what? Uh,
1: she obviously liked it.
0: Oh my gosh, um, guys, y'all know it's good if Mrs. Duncan likes it. Yeah. All right. So, before, <laughs> as per the use, have you been marveling anything this month, Tim?
1: I have started reading a, uh, a comic series of the Avengers when the Celestials come down for another host, um, which is when they just meet, meet Earth again. Um, and then I started the Black Panther um, Secret Empire series, and I didn't really like it. So I kind of stopped, because it's basically where he's a in space, as a prisoner and it just, I didn't really like it. Um, And then obviously I've been playing uh, Marvel's Avengers game a lot.
0: Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I haven't been doing much, I've been really busy. Yeah. Just outside of, you know, what if. All right, you wanna dig into this? Yeah, let's do this.
1: I would say, before we start, um, one thing to know. (laughs) uh, One thing to know about each of these, like the episode title is uh, "What if Peggy Carter became Captain America?" or "What if T'Challa became Star Lord?" or "What if Earth lost its mightiest heroes?" But that's the the deeper "What if" is: What if this one person did this one thing different? Um, like in the first episode, it's um, what if Peggy Carter stood downstairs rather than going upstairs to the viewing area? And episode two was what if Yondu sent his younger, his, his underlings to fetch Peter Quill instead of him doing it? Peter. And the third one is what if Hope joined S.H.I.E.L.D.? So there's, there's, a, there's a deeper what if rather than the one that's just the episode title. Um, and part of that is to help with spoilers in the episode title, but part of it's also just there's a deeper part. Um, like, and it's just one action can lead to a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, so it's part of the grand scheme of the multiverse as well. That's yeah. I didn't think about going into and
0: talking about it, but yeah, that's a good that's a good way of explaining it. Tim, you disappeared. Tim got snapped. Yeah, from my phone screen. <laughs> All right. So the first episode, like like Tim said, was what if Peggy went, uh, stayed downstairs and Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, and essentially the synopsis is the F- Captain America, the first Avenger, but with Peggy Carter as Captain America. And yeah, that was about it for episode one.
1: Like, it's literally the same movie. Uh, I liked this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the thing I didn't like as well. But I think it was a good start to the series. It, it was a good start. Like episode 2 and 3 were completely different. Right. But this this was a good foundation for the idea. So I think it was it was a good start to it. Also, it was just the animation was really good. Like, the action yes. scenes were incredible. Like yeah, and the lighting and stuff. I just it was very different animation medium, but I really liked it.
0: Yeah, I liked it as well. So
1: cast, uh, we had most,
0: um, most of the actors return. Haley Atwell plays uh,
1: I think everyone,
0: Peggy, Captain Carter. Yeah, Peggy. Yeah, I think everybody comes back except for Steve, and um. Tommy Lee Jones's character who they replaced with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. But we got we had Nick Fury and Jeremy Renner at the end. There was Sebastian Stan for Bucky, all the Howling Commandos. And so it was a pretty good return for those characters, I'd say.
1: So something I just thought of when the octopus thing comes out and Peggy Carter knocks Red Skull out. Oh, no, 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 no. Oops, never mind. I forgot. Red Skull was killed by the octopus. Yes, he was. Uh, so now mind. there's
0: no protector of the Soul Stone. I or, guess that's
1: true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tim. that's, Tim, that's what, interesting.
0: What did you think about the octopus thing?
1: Well, I... So I've shared my idea with you. I think that is going to be connected to Doctor Strange 2 in the Multiverse of Madness. And I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a character creature thing related to Sh- Shumagorath, Shumagorath. Uh, which is a Lovecraftian creature. And I, Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness is going to be heavily influenced by Lovecraft because one of his books is the Mountain of Madness. Uh, mm-hmm. So Multiverse of Madness is the same thing. And so I think they're just going to use a uh, Lovecraft creature, Shumagorath, which is similar to that creature we saw in the sense that it has a lot of tentacles. Yeah. But it's also a much, it's a, it's a chaos God basically.
0: Yeah. Like we, we, you and I had discussed this, but I thought it would be fun to pitch our ideas to the listeners. Personally. I thought the first thing I thought of, um, aside from, Oh my gosh, it's Starro was that (laughs) (laughs) was back to agents of shield. When they had Hive come in and he was a tentacle thing from another dimension that um, inspired Red Skull to do Hydra and choose that as his um, the insignia. But who knows? We'll find out one way or another, or we may
1: not find out at all. But This would also be a good time to point out that Hydra's uh, symbol is not even a Hydra, it's an octopus. So exactly, they're all just kinda idiots, <laughs>
0: yeah yeah they they're not smart, but
1: so again, I liked this episode, no, um, I liked this episode, it was just so different, uh, it was just it was the same movie as the first Avenger, essentially with Peggy, yeah. and then the the octopus thing, but it was still a good episode, yes.
0: Did, were there anything that surprised you? Or was there anything that surprised you? Pardon my English.
1: I don't think so.
0: Okay. Yeah, there wasn't... Just because this was a essentially a rehash of the first Avenger, there wasn't much that surprised me. Maybe, maybe Steve falling off the train instead of Bucky. Maybe. Yeah. And then kind of the end. I didn't expect him to end like I, that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that ending is kind of interesting.
0: Mhm. Starting with or ending with what is it? The opening to Avengers, yeah, Avengers.
1: Uh I will say that the 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 portal thing is kind of a weird thing because it yeah. transported her from her time, but it's also from the space stone, but maybe mm-hmm. it connects things to another dimension too. So I don't know. Uh, but well, I think that will be explained either in Doctor Strange 2 or Season 2.
0: I think it'll be explained in the season finale because I thought the season finale... The way I've understood it is the season finale will be a culmination of everything. Um, and turns into the be, gar- yeah. Guardians of the Multiverse. Yeah. But who knows? So on to Episode 2, which was... I think I personally liked a little bit more than Episode 3, although I really did like Episode 3's plot twist, but T'Challa as Star-Lord, it was just fantastic, just partially due to kind of that ground level that Captain Carter set, and this exceeded that, and of course, just about everybody comes back for this episode, and of course, it's the last or maybe the last time that we get to see Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa.
1: You mean hear him?
0: Hear him, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks like him too. But essentially, the, the the plot is goes that Yondu didn't personally go pick up Peter Quill. Instead, he sent his uh, lackeys and they picked up the wrong person. And then T'Challa start, grows up to be Star-Lord. He's much well-received in the galaxy than Peter Quill was.
1: And, and the reason why he's received well is because he does all these good things for people in the mm-hmm. galaxy on uh, other planets and such. And Peter Quill was just kind of a... <laughs> a, a, a I mean, kind of a, just a, a douchebag. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Um, Uh, He was asked why should we save the universe And he was like because we're in the universe And like that was his main drive For the whole movie Uh, Like he didn't want to die But in this it's like T'Challa as Star-Lord Just wants to help people
0: And um, Yeah and I think That went a long way for And Chadwick did this role perfectly But yeah the body Of the um, episode Mainly takes place Or revolves around a heist against uh, the Collector, which that was fun to see the Collector return and his collection. <laughs> and there were a ton of cameos in there, so many cameos in his collection. Howard the Duck came back, which made made me happy.
1: Yeah, I was actually really excited to see Howard the Duck. I think uh, the Collector was a great villain. Um yes. because in in comics like he's he's really powerful. He's an older of the universe. Um, but I would say like two of the things that I I didn't like or were hard for me to grasp. Uh, one, I didn't like Nebula's hair at all. No, <laughs> that was just
2: it was, was like weird. the wrong
1: era. Uh, oh yeah. But then I I liked Thanos being good, mm-hmm. but I also like it was weird with him still having the bat story of wanting to destroy half the universe, I think they maybe should have gone further and just had his whole bat story different um, because it was just kind of a little bit hard to really wrap my mind around the fact that it was just, he was convinced not to. And I think that was just used to further D'Challa just being a great guy in the universe. But I think they should have just, went further and just made his entire past story different.
0: So I wasn't expecting Thanos to be there at all. So I had to actually pause it because I was stunned. I was like, hold up. He just showed up. Come on, guys. W- where's this going? Um, so just that stun factor kind of made me get over the problem that you pointed out. I was like, oh, okay, sure. Why not? Mm-hmm.
1: What did you think of Korath?
0: I'm glad that we got to have more screen time of him. Because that actor's great. The actor who... He was uh, so different. Oh, it yeah, was I... different. Even though it started out just the same. Who are you? Star-Lord, man. Who? Oh, Star-Lord. Great. Great, great callback. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, because I was excited to see him return in uh, the Captain Marvel movie, but then he didn't
1: do much. It was a really small part for him.
0: Right. And then, I mean, he was a very interesting character in Guardians of the Galaxy. We just did the first one. We just didn't see a whole lot of him. But then the Black Order came back. There was an Infinity War uh, callback when Thanos grabs uh the big guy's hammer like Spider-Man does. Yeah. there, There's also in the collector... One of my favorite parts that I went back and paused was when T'Challa was finding uh, the Wakandan ship. There were quite a few other notable ships in there and modes of transport. Uh, all sorts of Asgardian stuff, the Dark Elves. I saw um, a Xandar ship. A Xandar ship. Uh, the one that really stood out to me, though, was... The Quantum Realm Explorer from Ant Man and the Wasp, which why that's there. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, that was no weird. <laughs> idea, but it's cool all the same.
1: Yeah, it doesn't meet Sin's timeline wise. <laughs> no, no, um,
0: but yeah. So that was a a great episode. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say it was bad because it was great. Just like the third episode was great, but in some different ways, there was a lot of suspense. In the third episode that I liked, uh, Tim, you want to talk about this one?
1: Yeah. So the third one, it it started out with well, so so the events of the Incredible Hulk, Iron Man two, and Thor happened in the same week, and so this this episode explored that week uh, with the events happening at, at the same time. Basically, someone's murdering all of the Avengers candidates, and Tony Stark was the first one to die. And we see Black Widow just jab him with the the needle thing, like in uh, Iron Man Two, and it actually kills him. Um, and so Black Widow is arrested, and but she's tasked by Fury to investigate and all that. And so she's she's trying to figure it out out and everything, and then. We go to the hammer um, and Thor. And and Hawkeye's got his bow aimed and everything. And he slips and shoots Thor. And so Thor dies. And, and yet again, Hawkeye's framed and is arrested. And then he just suddenly dies. And so that's three down. And then we go to... Black Widow again and she's talking with Betty Betty Betty. Uh, yeah I want to say uh, Betty Brant <laughs> um, Betty Ross and yeah uh, and then we find Bruce Banner hiding in her closet and um, and he's he has the facial and the voice of uh, uh, Ruffalo but then when he when he hulks out it's like bits and pieces of ruffalo and edward norton hulk and so that's kind of fun but that whole scene was basically like an incredible hulk but then he just like he just explodes uh, man i'm not going to describe that but i kind of liked it at the same time like it's not often you see hulk die and so it's fun that they thought of that uh so it's just it's just uh black widow now and she finds a clue, and she just says, it's hope, it's all about hope. And at this time, Loki has landed with the entire Asgardian army as well. And, like, it's just crazy. And so, we're presumed that Black Widow's dead too. But then we see uh, Fury go to uh, the grave of Janet Van Dyne, uh, oh, wait, no. Hope, Hope Van Dyne. And then we see the murderer. And it's none other than Hank Pym as Yellow Jacket. And man, he, he looked awesome in the suit. Like, completely deranged. Oh, yeah. It was great. Uh, I mean, sad for all the dead Avengers, but great at the same time. And then we see him just, like, fly really small and stuff and shoot and everything. And Nate Fury just swatted him away and everything. I was like, whoa. Nate Fury got lucky. But then he did it, like, four more times. It was awesome. And then it's revealed that it was Loki and everything. Um, This was by far my favorite so far. But the the what if of the episode was what if Hope had joined S.H.I.E.L.D., After her mom disappeared. And then. A a fun little fact. In. The Winter Soldier. uh, Black Widow. uh, Mentioned that she was on a mission. In Odessa. And the Winter Soldier shot. Threw her into his target. And she showed the wound. And stuff. And uh, in this. uh, It was said that Hope died. In the mission in Odessa. And so she was probably killed by the, uh, the Winter Soldier. So that's pretty fun. But the whole thing was centered around her death, and it just sent Hank Pym spiraling down. Um, and Hank Pym in comics is or er, was Yellowjacket. Um, like during the eighties, he was. Comics did not treat him well at all. Um, but it was like his his mind got mentally changed from the um, shrinking and all that, but also other things that happened in his life, and he was very abusive and everything. So I think it was just fun that they actually had him in the suit. Oh, one of the things I loved about this was there was uh, like one teaser clip for this episode, and it was just of Black Widow, like barely any promotional material at all. And so I went in and I was like, I don't know what I'm expecting. Like I had absolutely zero expectations and I knew the episode title and stuff, but having that expectation I was, and as the the episode progressed and I was like, man, I, I don't know who it is. And then Hank Penn was revealed. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, uh, uh, black widow saying hope and stuff. I was like, maybe, but then it, like he, he was revealed at the cemetery and I was like, Oh my gosh, it's, it's Hank Pym as jacket. I loved it. Uh, and then Nick Fury finds uh, Captain America and Captain Marvel come down. And are the only two remaining Avengers. So, yet again, it lands on a cliffhanger. Oh, and... Uh, cast... I think everyone returned... No. Uh, Carol Danvers, someone else played her. And... Lake Bell came to voice Black Widow, uh, she's voiced her before in, uh, I think, some cartoons, but then in the video game as well. I think it's awesome that a franchise has had so much success and content, whether it be series or movies, that they can create another series of, what if we had done this different. And it's actually canon. Like, it's not just different stories. Like, it's actually things that are happening because of the multiverse. I don't I don't think there's any other franchise that could do that.
0: Anyways, but yeah, so. Fun stuff. And then.
1: And then uh, Shane chi is releasing next week. Yes. Uh, I am I'm super excited for that movie. As am I. I it'll be a very different movie because he, he doesn't actually have any powers. He's just a master of kung fu. I think... But the ten rings are involved, so there's powers.
0: I think my favorite part was it was revealed at the red carpet event... That Ben Kingsley, a.k.a. Trevor Slattery, will be in the movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. As uh, for those of you who don't know or may not remember, he played the quote-quote Mandarin in Iron Man 3. That turned out just to be an actor. Um, So I'm excited to see that. Um, But yeah, and then in November... Uh, we get the Eternals. Um, we got a new trailer for that,
1: which we're we're being introduced to Celestials again. Yes, and the only time we've seen those are in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. We see mm-hmm. one in a flashback destroy a planet, and then the the head of uh, nowhere, or nowhere's head, or nowhere is a head. Yeah. Um, of a Celestial, and uh, then uh, Edo is, a, is a Celestial, but it's kind of different because I don't think he knows that there are other Celestials. I'm not sure on that yet. Um, But then Eternals, like we actually see two of them, um, and the Eternals are basically children of the celestials. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be, we'll, we'll see a completely different side of Marvel right. in that movie. I think it's also interesting to note that every time the Eternals have had a comic run, it like, they just not received well. Hmm. So I'm pretty sure this movie will be used to just for the celestial part of it. I don't know if the Eternals will be used to Jane after this movie or not.
0: Uh, that's a tough call. I I don't know myself. I mean, I hope they do. Cause they've got a stellar cast. Um, yeah. But who knows? Then after that, in December, we've got the Hawkeye show, um, starring Jeremy Renner. Ooh, uh, November, November. Sorry. November. Um, I told you that, and I still forgot. Shame on me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then this week, they announced that there's a Marvel game coming out. Yeah. Uh, Tim, I so think it's you called know the- a little bit more about that than I do.
1: Yeah. So it's called Midnight Suns. Uh, it's it's basically, basically what if Marvel Hell came to Earth, kind of. Um, so all of the characters are, uh, most of them are more dark, magical-ish, uh, underworld-ish related. Um, so we got Blade, who hunts vampires. We got Ghost Rider. Um, we've got, uh, Captain America and Iron Man, but they're just basically the ones who are recruiting all these people. Uh, we've got Wolverine, um... I believe magic, yes, uh, and a few other characters. Um, and the so the type of the game is a turn based uh game. I don't know if I'm excited by that, but the studio um has made a, a very popular game called XCOM, uh, which is also turn based. Um, and so they they have experience with this this type of game and stuff. Um, so it could be interesting. Uh, it was. They only did the announcement trailer, so we don't know a lot about it yet. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see if it does well or not.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks good. I'd probably give it a shot if the price is yeah, right. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I love the story. Like The story aspect I love. and I, I mean, it's just great to see Blade and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Ghost Rider. Yes. Robert... But I've always been a huge fan of Blade. Ye- because the Blade movies are freaking phenomenal. I watched the
0: first one and loved it, and then I got halfway through the second one and got kind of bored, and I never finished it. All right, well,
1: you need to finish them. I will. They're good. I will, whenever I have time. So... And that leads us into... I think we're forgetting No way home trailer.
0: Yeah. Are we? Let's find our way home, Tim. I'm sitting at home, Cole. Me too. Oh, I guess we found it. I guess so. (laughs) But yeah... What a trailer. And really what a time to be alive. Uh
1: so I, I don't really know what to think about the trailer yet. Um I'm trying to be uh cautiously optimistic. <laughs> I mean, I'm
0: I'm a, a little ashamed to say that I'm one of the people who saw the leak trailer and so everything got ruined before most everything got ruined before actually watching the real trailer. But there were still some surprises. I have my own feelings about it. I know it's not shared by everybody else, but it's okay. We'll just see what happens when the movie comes out.
1: I, I will say this real quick. Um, say it. Say it. To one me. of one of the comic runs that has influenced this movie is Spider-Man One Day More, and it is one of the most hated Spider-Man runs. In the history of Spider-Man, it follows like directly after Civil War uh, when Spider-Man reveals his identity. Uh, And in this comic run, um, uh, Aunt May gets shot. And so he tries to get Doctor Strange to erase people's memory that he's Spider-Man and stuff. And Doctor Strange refuses. And so then Mephisto gets involved uh, and undoes it all and so I'm just saying um, mysterio may or may not be in this or uh, something related to that um, we will see we will see right now right now I'm not looking f- uh, I don't have a good perspective on Dr. Strange no nope. I think he's a bad guy But I I do hope that one of Tom Holland's Spider-Man's own villains is in this, rather than just villains from other dimensions, or multiverses, or whatever they want to call it.
0: I feel like um, it's very possible that Vulture will be returning, um, although that might be a little odd, but... He's in all the toys, but they even though they label it as as featured in Spider Man Homecoming, but I'm pretty. I, I think he'll be in here. I think he'll be there. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Any other any other thoughts, theories, ideas?
1: Uh, I definitely think Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield will be in it. Yes, but. Honestly, for for most of the theories and stuff, I'm not getting too attached to theories because I really wanted to go into this movie um, blind and dumb and be surprised.
0: Yeah, and I th- and like Tom Holland said, that's what was in the trailer is just the tip of the iceberg um, for what's in store in the movie. But
1: I think I also hope that this is the only trailer for this movie as do I I don't want anything else
0: and if they release another Uh, knowing Sony we probably won't get that I'm not watching another trailer I just want this one will it be ruined by memes yes but oh well well that concludes me and Tim's part for this episode and Oh. oh
1: yes there was a lot of speculation that Venom would get delayed but they confirmed it today that it will not be delayed.
0: Oh, good. Cool. Yep. I forgot about that. That's on the back burner at this point.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm excited for that or not, but I'll I'll watch it. I mean, I am.
0: I don't know when I'll watch it, but I'll watch it for the pod for you guys, because we love you. (laughs) I don't know. I personally liked the first Venom movie because I went in with zero expectations And was pleasantly surprised. So now we're going to pass the torch on to me and Spencer uh, as we do a special topic.
2: Guys, what an awesome what-if review, wasn't it, Cole?
0: Oh, it was fantastic.
2: It's great. <laughs> <laughs> For a special topic, because we don't have a movie to review this month, which is nice because we're the rest of the year is just gonna be movie reviews out, out the yin yang. The yin yang, yang just ahead of Shang-Chi, I wanted to talk about some MCU retcons. Do you know what a, would you like to define a retcon, Cole? It's a con that's redded. That's correct. <laughs> Basically, um, yes. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. If you actually have. It. <laughs>
0: yes, you know it's where they go back and they say, "Hey, you know, you know that thing that ha- happened didn't really happen." Uh, this, this is
2: this is what really happened.
0: This is what really happened. Yeah.
2: Or or this happened, but this also is happening. Kind of changes case you the story know. or. It's kind of just like a... It's more of like a oopsies trying to fix... It's how MCU fixes their oopsies. Done a lot in the comics. Really not a lot of big ones on this list. But we're going to go through this phase by phase. We're talking about when the retcon came out. Not when the thing was happened that was retconned. If that makes sense. Indeed. All right. Phase one. One One-shots are a lot of the ways they did retcons in phase one. The first one that's kind of significant, is the one shot called The Consultant. If you remember at the end of Incredible Hulk, Tony Stark just randomly shows up at General Rossi. like, what if I told you you're putting a team together? <laughs> and then uh, Iron Man 2 is a thing. And they're like, we don't really want you in the Avengers. We want you only on as a consultant. So then everyone's like, well, why was Tony Stark at this bar then? And so they came out with this. Coulson, Agent Colson and Agent Sitwell explained that, like, Tony Stark. Well, they were like, We need, like, the, the World Security Council wanted the Abomination as part of the Avengers initiative. And Colson and Sitwell were like, No way. It's not going <laughs> to happen. They are like, We just have to send someone that General Ross hates and we'll say no to. Absolutely. And so they start listing off all these qualities of Tony Stark. And then Agent Colson's like, No, we will not bring in the consultant. <laughs> and they did it and it worked and yeah so that's why it explains why Tony Stark was in The Incredible Hulk at all the next one is Iron Man 2 only because they didn't reveal this in a movie or anything the kid Iron Man saves is Peter Parker they revealed that sometime after Spider-Man Homecoming yeah it's a nice thought doesn't really add anything just sentiment yep (laughs) Avengers 1 is the next one. The scepter, they say corrupted Loki, making him more evil. They kind of made this retcon over Thor the dark world and other stuff, trying to make him more of that anti-hero character. Mm-hmm. But I would say that the scepter corrupted everyone, not just Loki, like in the movie already. you right. It didn't it's not really an, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a retcon. And then Loki's Loki show actually attests to this. Because they're like, no, you're just you're just evil. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets better anyway. Moving into phase two, which is after Avengers 1, we learn in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that Coulson's still alive. He isn't dead, folks. That's one of the bigger ones. Yeah. The biggest two of these actually happen in phase two. Because the next one is a new one-shot, All Hail the King, basically in response to why people were super mad about the Mandarin reveal in (laughs) Iron Man 3 that he was like a fake and an actor. They did it for a laugh and everyone was really mad. So they revealed in this one shot that was put on like the bonus features or something. Of Thor 2, yes. No, of Iron Man 3. Or Iron Man 3? Yeah. Okay, maybe. It was on the bonus features, like on the DVD. Okay. And probably on YouTube too, but... No,
0: it's not on YouTube. I tried this week to find it.
2: Very sad. The, the real Mandarin isn't psyched about Trevor posing as him, and they break him out of prison to go meet the real Mandarin. That's significant only because Shang-Chi, the villain, is the real Mandarin. So that's do, that's kind of why I actually thought of Do you this. not know?
0: What? Ben, ben Kingsley is coming back.
2: I did hear about that. Yeah.
0: I'm super <laughs> excited to. about it. They have to
2: address that.
0: I am so pumped about that. Anyways, moving on.
2: The next uh, retcon, Age of Ultron, Loki Scepter was the Mind Stone. Mm. It's fine. They had to get, they were okay. like, we need more Infinity Stones, but we don't really have any. Some people say the Tesseract was a retcon into the Space Stone, but he, the, the Tesseract literally transported the Red Skull into space. I would say they knew. Yeah. The next one is... Uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume <laughs> Two, which I actually—that's a double. Never mind. We're moving into Phase Three. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two was in Phase Three. I always forget when it takes comes out. Adam Warlock's cocoon—he's hmm. got a new one. It's not the one we saw in the, garden, in the collector's place in Guardians of the Galaxy One. It's a different one. Hopefully, we'll see the the latter end of that in Guardians Three. I hope so. Uh, the next one in phase three is thor ragnarok most of odin's vault is fake specifically <laughs> the infinity gauntlet the eye of Agamotto, whatever else i forgot to mention that's what that was one of the things was supposedly the eye of Agamotto, but
0: interesting didn't know that
2: we, we knew through doctor strange that it wasn't the eye of Agamotto, right specifically yeah so the next big one is uh, avengers infinity war Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy, they said she was the last of her kind, but Thanos is like, ever since I came and pillaged your planet, killed half of the population, they've been thriving. So that can't be true. There's, and Gamora can't be the last of her kind.
0: There's another one that we missed in Spider-Man Homecoming. The teacher was the uh, computer guy from Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Thank you yeah. so
2: much. I completely forgot about that one. That was a good but- one.
0: That one just, yeah, it's just there for grins and giggles. Doesn't help the story in any way,
2: but. A handful of these are for grins and giggles. (laughs) Some of these are straight up oopsies, though. A handful of these. The next one I don't like. Uh, Captain Marvel. They're like, this is how Fury lost his eye. It's not that serious of a thing. He got scratched by not a cat, but.
0: See, I liked it. I thought it was funny. I was fine with it. Cole, you're more of a
2: cat person than I am. I am. But still. It was funny, but it's just like it negates the, I guess, the seriousness of Winter Soldier. Anyway.
0: A little bit. But he trusted that cat. He trusted it.
2: (laughs) Next one's a soft retcon at best. Captain Marvel. Captain America isn't the first Avenger necessarily. I mean, he is, but he's not. Because Fury named the team after Carol Danvers' call sign. But I think it still all works because he's like, this is Captain America. He was the first Avenger, which he was, but he wasn't called an Avenger. Right. Anyway, we're almost at the end here. We're moving to phase four. Vision, Slight retcon. Yeah. Uh, Wanda's powers didn't originate from the Mind Stone experiments. She already had the powers, and the Mind Stone simply furthered her development into her destined turn to become the Scarlet Witch. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, they revealed that Zemo's a Baron. He might have been, obviously he was a Baron the whole time, but that yeah. was not a big part of his character. No. And this is all speculative, but I think the Loki series might have backhanded say said that Avengers Infinity War Loki could still be alive. Surviving the same way classic Loki did, we won't know that until later. Till later. But yeah, that wraps it up for MC retcons. Not a long conversation, but I thought it'd be fun to cover those. I'm super excited for Shang Chi coming out. Yeah, it's like next week. It's coming out next Next week. Next week. Oh my goodness. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Marvel Monthly. If you like our content, please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Fandom Done Right. You can subscribe, leave us a review, really helps us out, share it with your friends, and let us know what you thought of What If 1 through 3, or these random retcons. (laughs) Anyway, we'll see you next week on the podcast on Friday. See you guys.